New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today, I'm hosting Catherine Ann Jones. She's the author of The Way of Story, The Craft and Soul of Writing, and Heal Yourself with Writing. Catherine, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. So how can writing help us heal some part of ourselves? Well, think of it as a way of talking to your deeper self. It's a dialogue between you and that self that is non-egoic self, a deeper part of yourself. What if I'm not a writer? Doesn't matter. It's just a methodology. It's just a way of having this dialogue. It's not about learning to be a writer. How did you come to it? Well, I've been a professional writer for years, and I realized that the greatest therapy I've ever known is my writing life. So I thought, is there a way non-writers can have this um, opportunity to self-heal through writing? And that's how I came up with the workshop and the focus journaling exercises. Now, I know that you've taught screenwriting and playwriting and taught people to write how to write memoirs and fiction and nonfiction. And did you find that they were coming to some... some Exactly. First, I was just teaching writing. I started the Way of Story workshops at the Esalen Institute and then Omega and so on. And I noticed that through the writing workshops, people would come up and say, this was life-changing. And I thought, what has happened here? It's a writing workshop. But the exercises, which are experiential in nature, had taken them to a deeper place than they usually go to. So they would write from a deeper part of themselves. And they would be, um, you know, healing traumas from the past and so on. So that led me to do the new workshop, Heal Yourself with Writing, and open it to non-writers as well. It's an opportunity to self-heal. I think we have a tremendous capacity to self-heal ourselves, psychologically and sometimes even physically, since the mind and body are so interconnected. I know that you've studied depth psychology and the, the work of Carl Jung and, and worked with that and also with mythology and archetypes. How does that come into writing there's something called narrative therapy rather than talk therapy. Yes. Focus on one's own story. I think what is needed is a shift in perspective. In other words, seeing ourselves and our stories from different perspectives, expanding our vision of who we are and what our story is. And in that very expansion, it creates a distance between the events of our lives and our perception. And in that space, some magical, some healing takes place. Marcel Proust once said, the voyage of discovery is not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. 
So it's not about traveling all over the world to find something outside of oneself. It's that inner journey and, and seeing it in different ways. And that's what Heal Yourself with Writing proposes to do. So these stories, Catherine, that we are living and storytelling, it's an ancient, ancient, ancient. way of being. Uh, you, I know you mentioned in your book, I think it was as late as 1994, they discovered a cave off of France. Yes. And tell about the story of that amazing cave. Yeah, this was a recent discovery in the south of France. And uh, of course, there were the animals drawn and all of that. But what impressed me, and we're talking, what, 50,000 years ago or something really old, the Chevet Caves, where whoever painted the animals and all of that, at one point, put his hand in red pigment soil and put a handprint it's like he was signing his painting. And I thought 50,000 years ago, the creative person wanted to leave his mark. So there's something in us that wants to share ourselves and our stories with, um, with history. You know, you know uh, Michael and I, my late partner, Michael Toms and I, we were in a cave in the south of France. And, and we walked back you know, just a long, long, long ways. They had kind of dug out a little pathway. 50,000 years ago, they crawled in. That's because it was a very narrow opening. But since then, they kind of dug it out and opened it where you could actually walk in. But we walked in a long ways. And I saw that same thing for real. It wasn't like in a photograph or something, but for real stood before one of those hands. I know, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I felt dizzy. It just almost took me over. So the man or woman who left that handprint 50,000 years ago is reaching out to you. I felt it. It was amazing. Well, one thing they had 50,000 years ago that we need more of is time and space yes. to experience ourselves. Well, I, I in this fast-paced world, this is a very big challenge. Yes, ours is a culture of distraction with little space left in between for contemplation. We focus on external achievement, and we sometimes forget that the sun itself must also descend in order to reappear. So we need time to descend and deepen our knowledge of ourself. We need a relationship with our deeper self. I also believe with all my heart and soul that the, the better our relationship is with the self, ourself, the better our relationships will be with other people in the world around us. I know that you mentioned several times in the book about that childhood activity that so many of Cloud us gazing. It's yes. Exactly. That. I grew up in Texas, an only child, and I was left alone a lot, thank heavens. I would lay on the grass or climb up a tree and for hours watch passing clouds. I'd see figures in the clouds, I'd create stories, and to this day I attribute cloud gazing as the beginning of my creative life which later earned my living in New York and Hollywood. So I'm very grateful that I wasn't scheduled for five classes a day as kids are now, but I had time and space for my soul to grow. Exactly. And I'm thinking too, even as we're walking around and we're just kind of looking ahead, 
you might advise us to look up. And even simple things. I have friends that say, oh, you know, I need to do this, but I never have time. I said, make a date with yourself. Write it in your calendar. Date with self one hour and you'll take a hike or you'll just sit and listen to music and close your eyes and do an interior journey. Do an inner journey, but literally write it down in your date book. This is my time with myself. And, and when <laughs> someone calls and says, oh, can you do such and such? I and have an say, appointment. Oh, let me look at my calendar. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have an appointment. Exactly. Uh, I have, you do. A very important one. And that you make it as, <laughs> as important as your dentist appointment or, or whatever. Well, more so, more I so. hope. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. So tell me, in... In the writing, you, I know in your book, it's just filled with key questions that help us to write. And some of the exercises are fun, like the Desert Isle. Oh, yes. I Say think it's fun. The Desert Isle. If you were going to a Desert Isle and you could take one person, it could be anyone living and dead, one person wanted to take Brad Pitt. <laughs> Another one to take, uh, I think, Shakespeare. So, okay. you know, one person, one book, one pet, and one piece of music. What would it be and why? I loved it. And, you know, and I took that one and I wrote down uh, the one person was Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> he was such a comprehensivist. And Wonderful. I thought very, yeah. the piece of music was Beethoven's Fifth. I've never tired of yeah. listening to Great. that. The animal would be a small dog. There is just so lovable and just so sweet. Yeah. And the other the book. one, the book was, that was harder. But I, I thought, well, okay, War and Peace, you Great know. Book. And yeah. and so I thought, oh, okay, if I had to be there for a while, maybe this would keep me yeah. stimulated for yeah. a while. Well, that's a fun exercise. And I tell people when they do the exercises, go with the first thing that pops in your mind. Don't think long. And sometimes people are surprised what their unconscious chooses on this exercise or others. And then, as you say, you let whatever came up, you write about that. And why that, you and made why that, that choice. And then that, that would inform you in About what yourself. Way. Yeah. It would inform you about yourself, what your values are, what you care about. It's, um, you know, this whole song, getting to know you. Right. Getting, it's like getting to know yourself. <laughs> there was a, maybe another exercise is if you could be anybody living or dead. That was also a Who would fear. you be? You know what I and came And the up other exercise, what, what were you going to say? What came what up for you? You know what came up for me, kind of like spur of the moment, was Madeleine Albright. Interesting. Uh, a yeah. Secretary of State yeah, who yeah. came up with yeah. a very interesting background and became the first woman Secretary of State right. and has traveled all over the world. And right. Not that her life has been perfect. I think she had a child that died. And, and anyway, it just felt... She made a difference. She did make a difference. Or that's Janet the theme. Reno was another one. Made a difference. See, well, I think that's the theme that interests the, you. The politics Women. of making the difference yeah, as, as a woman. That's the theme. Yeah. See, these exercises can tell you what your thematic line is, through line of your life. That's interesting. And I think women who make a difference is probably a powerful theme in, in your life, I would guess. Yes, yes, it has been. One of my mythological themes that come up is Athena. 
and there that, again the there politics, the politics and the strategy, and, and the all power, that, and the power, powerful yeah. woman, but using it for good. Yes, and that's what's important. And and for you, what what has come up for you? Can you give some examples? Huh. Hmm. Well, a very strong part of my life is that overwhelming desire to retire into the ashram and to leave the world behind. And my kind of arc, as we say in Hollywood, or a turning point has been to learn that my way is to do it in the world. It's what they call be in the world, but not of the world. Right. So they're kind of opposing sort they of They seem to be, aren't they? but they're really not. Because I think the deeper you go in yourself, you realize wherever you are, you're home. Whether you're in front of a camera or sitting in an ashram in India, it's really the same thing if you're centered in your deeper self. Catherine, say something about your writing workshops. How, how do they work and how can people tune into them? Well, they're experiential. So when people ask, what do I need to bring to a workshop? And I say, paper and pen and courage. So that's all you need. And uh, it's writing on the spot. Even in the way of story workshops, which is about learning to write, I mix professionals and beginners, and it works out very well. So it doesn't matter if you haven't written before. And of course, with Heal Yourself with Writing, it's not about learning to write, but just using writing as an inner journey in a way. But it's very specific, and it does take courage. Beautifully said. Catherine, you wanted to add something? Is that Well, Rumi, the 13th century Persian mystic, said, No more words. Hear only the voice within. Thank you so much, Catherine, for being with us today Thank on you. the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I've been speaking with Catherine Ann Jones. She's the author of The Way of Story, The Craft and Soul of Writing, as well as Heal Yourself with Writing. And if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, thewayofstory.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Thank you so much for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you to please join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.